0: Have you ever wondered about your skin type? You know, you've probably been asked the question when you get your makeup done or you go to the salon or you go to the esthetician and they ask you, oh, what's your skin type? You may not even know what all the skin types are, let alone what yours is. It isn't as straightforward as it seems and not all skincare routines are created equally. Hello and welcome to the Millennial Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Nicoletta Brankov, board-certified dermatologist, skin hair and nail specialist, and plant-based beauty foods expert. This is your place to hear the whole truth on skincare, skin trends, and myths, so you can get the tools you need to take back your confidence starting now. The information in this episode is not medical advice. This is for informational purposes only, and you should always consult with your doctor before implementing any of the information. Now, on to the show. Welcome, welcome back to the Millennial Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Nicoletta, excited to share with you this next episode to build upon the Skin Success Framework. So, in this episode, we are going to talk all about your skin type have you ever wondered about your skin type you know you've probably been asked the question when you get your makeup done or you go to the salon or you go to the esthetician and they ask you what's your skin type you may not even know what all the skin types are let alone what yours is it isn't as straightforward as it seems and not all skincare routines are created equally what works for one person may not work for another and this is especially true if you have oily skin type Before I go further into this episode, where there will be many, many takeaways, just want you to know if I say the word sebum, that also is just another word for oil. So if I use sebum, you use it interchangeably with oil. So as I mentioned, after discussing my skin success framework, now in order to achieve that glowing, healthy skin, it's important to do these two things. Number one is to understand and recognize your specific skin type. And number two is to individualize your skincare routine to match your specific skin type. Now let's dive in. Before we actually talk about these specific routines, let's first talk about the five different skin types, as well as how can you determine which skin type you actually have. All right, so the five different skin types. Number one, normal so normal skin is typically clear with not much oil and it's not sensitive then you have sensitive is number two sensitive skin may sting or burn with certain products number three is oily skin type it's very shiny and greasy on your face number four is dry so it's flaky it can be itchy or rough in texture and number five is combination so it is dry in some areas And then oily in others so there you have it the five different skin types normal sensitive oily dry and combination now that we've learned about the five different skin types, let's dive into the two different ways that you can actually determine what type of skin that you actually have so here are the two methods here are my two favorite methods and i'll share with you the one that i actually do Number one is called the blotting paper method. So there's blotting paper that you can purchase, and I'll link it in my podcast blog. But number one, what you do is you use the blotting paper on the face. So basically, you take it on the forehead, the nose, and the cheeks. And then you hold that blotting sheet up to the light. And if you have oil from the forehead or the nose... That's typically normal right normal skin will have oil from the forehead or the nose because we have many of sebaceous glands that produce oil there now if it's saturated with oil if it's just full of oil obviously then that's oily skin if you blot those areas and it's little to no oil at all then you have dry skin and then lastly combination is if you blot it and you get oil from the forehead mainly and then the nose and the chin but every other area it's dry or normal, then that's more of like a combination. And for me, the blotting paper method is a bit more difficult to assess. It's a bit more subjective in my opinion. So I actually like method number two, which is called the face wash method. The first step with the face wash method, number one is you wanna wash your face with a very gentle cleanser, and then take a towel and just very pat dry your skin. So don't scrub or rub with a towel to dry it, but just pat dry. Then wait about 30 to 60 minutes, and don't apply anything else to the skin. So no products, nothing else. Leave it as it is, pat it dry. So after you do that, and after you wait 30 to 60 minutes, if you do not have much oil or flakes at all on your skin, then you have normal, normal skin time. If you have a noticeable shine all over your forehead, nose, chin, and cheeks, and it's very shiny, of course that's oily. If your skin feels tight, so you have tight skin and you have like flaking presence, then that's dry skin type. And lastly, when you do the face wash method, in order to know if you have more of a combination skin, you will see that after you wait that period of time, that the T-zone, which is the forehead and the nose area, and that area will be oily. But everywhere else in the face, it should be dry, normal, elsewhere. So there you have it. Those are your five different skin types and the two different methods that you could determine which one that you have. So in the next few sections right now that I'll go over, what I'm going to discuss is, I will briefly basically review the skincare routines for each skin type. Now I want you to pay attention to the oily as well as the dry skin section. They have a little bit more details that I'm sure you'll get a lot of value out of. All right, let's jump into it. So normal skin, if you have normal skin type, Typically, I would suggest these five steps and key takeaways to a skincare routine. And you'll notice the differences when I talk about the different skin types. But for normal skin, you can use a mild cleanser one or two times per day. You can also use a moisturizer that is either a cream-based or gel-based. Either one would be fine. You can also usually tolerate retinols or retinoids if you have normal skin type. But of course, just just like with any retinoid, you want to start slow. When I say slow, it's usually about every other day for the first two weeks. And then you increase gradually to every evening. Number four, don't really be afraid to continuously change up your skincare products. So with normal skin, typically you could change around different products and be trying different ones because your skin can tolerate it. And lastly, of course, you can with normal skin prioritize your sunscreen and antioxidants. So not much else to say about normal skin type and let's jump into sensitive skin. So sensitive skin, the main key takeaway here for sensitive skin is the difference compared to normal skin. I would say is that for sensitive skin, you don't wanna use gel-based moisturizers, any um, type of moisturizer that says gel on it. What that means is the vehicle is the gel And usually there's alcohol base to it if it says gel in any type of moisturizer. So if you have sensitive skin, you typically won't handle that alcohol ingredient as well. So this is why I suggest in sensitive skin, you use a cream-based moisturizer with calming ingredients. In addition, if you do have sensitive skin, you may not be able to tolerate high strength retinoids. So you might be able to tolerate a super low strength or an over-the-counter retinol but you shouldn't be able to handle the high-strength ones if you have sensitive skin. And not only that, for sensitive skin, you also want to avoid products with fragrances, essential oils, and alcohol. Those can be very, very frustrating and just damaging to your skin if you have sensitive skin and they can be very irritating. And lastly, look for products with niacinamide, which is a special active ingredient. All right, well let's jump into the bigger section here, which is oily skin. Oily skin tends to be acne prone and produce more sebum than other skin types. Basically, you have an overproduction of oil that leads to clogged pores. So what you want to be doing is looking for products that do not clog pores and ingredients that at the same time can treat acne. So let's jump in to the different type of skincare routine. You should try to practice with oily skin. So number one is definitely commit to washing your face two times per day. In this case, I wouldn't recommend once per day. I would recommend twice a day and especially after exercising and sweating. And the type of cleanser that you could choose that will benefit you is a foaming type of cleanser. And I'll give a few of my favorite examples, but one of the ones that I really like is the La Roche-Posay Purifying Foaming Cleanser. If you are more acne prone, you can use cleansers with acne type of ingredients such as salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide. And I'll also list a few products that I like that are over the counter in the podcast blog for this episode. Okay, so that's number one. You want to commit to washing your face at least twice a day when you have oily skin and using a foaming cleanser. All right, so number two for oily skin, this one is a biggie because many people don't understand this and they actually do this part the wrong way. So pay attention here. So do not eliminate moisturizers when you have very oily skin. You may think that, oh, because it's oily, I don't need to be moisturizing but having oily skin does not mean that your skin is actually moisturized and hydrated. So what I would recommend is if that you use light gel-based moisturizers, these are a must to really prevent that increased sebum production. So make sure that you do not skip over and eliminate moisturizers if your skin is oily. A lot of people do that, but you actually do need a moisturizer. So think of it this way. If you don't moisturize, your body has a negative feedback mechanism that basically increases the oil sebum production even more, which is why for oily skin, I recommend those light gel-based moisturizers. Again, remember, oil does not mean that your skin on your face is moisturized and hydrated. So in this case, you want a moisturizer with more humectant ingredients. I mentioned humectant in the prior episode, and we'll discuss that further in future episodes, but you want to pick a moisturizer with a humectant ingredient that can add hydration without increasing the oil. An example that I love is the Neutrogena Hydro Boost Water Gel. That one has a humectant ingredient in it without increasing the oil. So if you have oily skin, that one is an excellent choice to use as a moisturizer, and I'll list a few others again in the podcast blog. Lastly, you want to avoid moisturizers that have occlusive ingredients, such as petroleum, dimethicone, or oils. So I know that was a big section on just moisturizers for oily skin, but it's a very important concept to learn about. Okay, let's keep going with the routine for oily skin. Number three, do not aggressively overwash or scrub your face with those beads or sugar, coffee scrubs, and all those different scrubs, salt scrubs. That's too aggressive for your face, and I definitely do not recommend that. Number four, you want to use only non-comedogenic, oil-free products. This is what you'd look for when choosing your sunscreen. So for example, you'd want to choose your oil-free, non-comedogenic sunscreen product if you have oily skin. And lastly, if you have oily skin, you can also pretty much tolerate specific active ingredients well so. For example, those retinoids, if you tolerate them, the retinoids, retinols can actually help to control oil production by improving your cell turnover of your skin and decreasing pore size. So therefore less oil is actually released. And you can also try other active ingredients such as niacinamide, which actually does absorb sebum and salicylic acid, which removes excess sebum from pores. So when you have oily skin, it's very important to try to use these specific active ingredients in either the medicine or the cleansers. So there you have it. We just finished oily skin. You made it through. I'm so proud of you. Let's jump into dry skin. Okay, so dry skin. How is the skincare routine for dry skin slightly different than oily skin? Well, it is by quite a few things. So number one is when you have dry skin, I would recommend picking one time per day to actually cleanse it and to use a face wash. I would recommend choosing a non-foaming hydrating cleanser so it has hydrating properties as well as it's not a foaming type. I'll discuss more about the science of why that makes sense, but for now, just remember those things and I'll include them in the podcast blog about the specific products as well as why. So again, only one time a day, and when you choose the actual cleanser, when you have dry skin, you actually want to avoid certain active ingredients in face washes, such as salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide that actually worsen dryness. You want to look for washes when you have dry skin with hydrating ingredients, such as ceramides or hyaluronic acid. And lastly, avoid overwashing or rough physical exfoliators, beads, or salt sugar scrubs. So there you have it, all you need to know about cleansers for dry skin. Now we'll discuss the moisturizers for dry skin. So remember for oily skin, I had mentioned more to use a light-based gel type of moisturizer. Now for dry skin, I recommend thicker, cream-based moisturizer, and that's at least twice a day. So you wanna opt for more of a cream or ointment-based moisturizer over gels or lotions. And the reason why is gels have an alcohol base to it. And so if you put that on your skin and you already have dry skin type, you will, of course, dry it out even more because alcohol is tends to be drying on the skin. And lastly, you want to choose a cream or an ointment over a lotion. And that's a very important difference because lotions actually, though the water within them evaporates faster off your skin. So you have to reapply them more often than if you just opted for a cream or an ointment. Okay, so now that we talked about cleansers and moisturizers for dry skin, let's talk about some of those active ingredients. So retinols, as well as beta and alpha hydroxy acids, which you find in different peels, those all could worsen dryness. So you want to proceed with caution. Be careful. You could consider only using a retinoid in the summertime because typically you have more oil production in the summer. You're sweating more than in the wintertime. You can also consider using a very, very low percentage retinol, and I will link some of my favorite products in the podcast blog that I recommend that have a very low percentage and are much more gentle for people with dry skin. And number four is that when you look for a moisturizer for dry skin, you need the occlusive property, humectants, and emollient properties. So look for products with dimethicone, ceramides, glycerin, hyaluronic acid, fatty acids, and squalene. I will link my favorites for the dry skin for moisturizers in the podcast blog. I know I keep repeating that, but it will have so much good information for you to refer back to. Typically takes about a week to get on the website. And lastly, when choosing your sunscreen, if you have dry skin, opt for a cream-based sunscreen over lotion, spray, or gels. All right, and lastly, combination skin. So what you want to really remember for combination skin is really it's similar to when it comes to the moisturizer you choose or the cleanser or how often you do it. It's somewhat similar to normal skin type. Usually these people can tolerate retinols, but you want to start slow, increase gradually. I'd say the biggest thing with combination skin is you could blot away any excess oil in the forehead and the nose. And the biggest difference with combination skin is you could try to use those chemical exfoliators one to two times per week that could help as well. All right, there you have it. We made it through. I'm so excited for you guys. We talked about the five different skin types as well as the specific routines and why you use the specific types of products for each skin type. You guys are doing so awesome and I'm so proud of you. All right, so lastly, let's just end with tips for all skin types in general. Number one is wear your sunscreen and protect your skin from harmful UV rays every day. Number two, wash your face one or two times per day with the correct type of cleanser. Number three, always use a type of moisturizer. Number four, simplify your skincare regimen. And number five, see your derm. As always, if you love this episode, I'd love to hear from you guys Thank you so much. I am so excited to share more with you guys. This has been such a passion for me and I love receiving all the questions in my DMs from you. Thank you so much. I hope this was helpful for you. As always, thanks for listening. Step out with confidence and go get that glowing skin. See you next week. I'm over here virtually loving your glowing skin and cheering you on for finishing another episode of the Millennial Doc Podcast. I am so glad you stopped by to learn more and empower yourself on how to love your skin one day at a time. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more, just head over to drnicoletta.com for the show notes and all the resources from today's episode. It would absolutely mean so much to me if you subscribe and leave a five-star review of the show. Your support helps me reach more listeners and thus impact thousands and thousands of people. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, don't forget to step out with confidence.